0: Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of the Supercoach Professionals Review Show, Round 13, a couple of games away, but going to go through the six that have been played so far today for you. No Ryan MS tonight, unfortunately, a few technical difficulties, uh, meaning I'm going solo two weeks running, but uh, hopefully... Have all that sorted out for next week's shows. The round table show, of course, done during the weekend, also the weekend show. But uh, let's now go back to Friday night and um, look at the two games played there and um, a pretty big result up in Brisbane. The Broncos hammering the Seagulls. And once again, we're seeing outside backs for um, teams playing against Manly. Going very large, and it was Jack Reed. Three games in a row now, over a hundred points, one hundred and twenty-two. Maybe not a guy on a lot of uh owners' radars. Um, certainly earlier in the year, but sitting up and taking notice now. Almost uh, unaffordable. This price, his break-even will be so high under after this game, one hundred and twenty-two. Daniel Vito. Well, we suggested. We've suggested many times uh, during the course of the year that Vito is that type of player that can um, really do good things for your super side. Very consistent super coach wise, not so consistent uh, footy wise, dropping balls etc., which can sometimes lead him out of the lineup. But 124 points for him after Friday night: two tries, three line breaks, and Ben Hunt. Well, we knew that Manly had been a bit tougher against halfbacks, but not so on this occasion. His try was a little bit um, more was a bit fortunate, but everything else he did. Uh, Very good indeed. 111 points for him to try sits there. Line break, a line break assist. Anthony Milford, 84. A couple of tries for him. Um, I think if you follow us on Twitter, at SuperCagePros, you would have seen us sort of targeting him and he just continues to go from strength to strength at the moment. Milford, Jordan Carhu, 83. You know, a pretty cheap buy at the start of the year. Well, he's continuing to pay dividends for those that uh, stuck by him when he had out for a few games there earlier in the year with injury. Darius Boyd even getting amongst the Supercoach points 81 for him. It goes to show you're basically playing manly, outside backs, they're going to put up good numbers. So other good performers, um, Josh Maguire, 60. Alex Glenn, 54. Matt Gillette, 51. Justin Hodges, 50. Decent scores there. But overall, Brisbane showing that, um, you know, they continue they can put up points on the field points which can lead to more super coach points of course too and you know one thing about manly that we have to ask ourselves but jeff Tuvey is on the chopping block i guess coach wise the rumours are john cartwright's going to come in for him and they have a buy this week so the, the move could be made as soon as this week Will that will that see an adjustment? Will Manly sort of stiffen up out wider, and then suddenly we can't sort of rely on um, as a as a gimme sort of some of those outside backs for anyone playing Manly? Well, that remains to be seen. But uh, looking at the Seagulls, Super Coach wise, Daly Cherry-Evans leading the way again. He was our tip, obviously, on Twitter once he was named in the lineup. 58 points, pretty good day. Set up that second try; it was a beauty. Um, but you know, we were hoping for more. It was a great matchup against Brisbane, but mainly just really weren't in the game for long enough. Kieran, fifty-five, a good couple of games for him, super coach-wise. So, you know, again, we, we, we remains to be seen if we see more from foreign. He's usually been uh, someone a bit of a non-factor super coach-wise, but that, that's two good weeks for him for his cost there at 272,000. Blake Leary, 56, continuing to do well, 33 tackles there. That was sort of adds a highlight, and that's good for his floor to see him doing well tackle count-wise. Uh, Peter Hiku scored a try, 48 for him. Uh, not a bad effort. Matt Ballin, 51. 50 tackles for Ballin. Missed two. That's a big day for him. But again, attacking-wise, not getting into it that much. In the reverse side, but a lot of poor performance for Manly. Jamie Lyon did go off injured, 26 points for him. Steve Maddai just the 17. Vlity Mateo, 24. Brett Stewart scored a try and still only managed 20. Tom Simon, 17, George Tafuwa, 19. These are guys that, you know, we're not really recommending anyway, but some of you may have him, particularly in draft sort of situations, that occasionally pop up with some good games, but just not consistent enough at the moment, Manly. And really, they're a team to stay away from in general at the moment. The other Friday night game was the Tigers v. the Titans. And the Tigers, they probably um, were expected to win there at Leichhardt Oval, but they were pretty well defend. Pretty well beaten by the Titans, to be fair. They did get in front at one stage late, but a little bit of luck and a bit of momentum going their way, but Gold Coast still able to snatch it for Gold Coast. Anthony Don was that man that scored that try at the end to give Gold Coast the victory. 82 points for Don... Another really good performance. We've talked about him over the last couple of weeks. He's got that good body build. Um, You know, he gets in the clear. It was a really good try to win the match. Try assist as well. Five tackle busts. um, Two line breaks. You know, seven hit-ups over eight metres. Good day for Anthony Don. Um, Also there, Josh Hoffman, 55, playing at fullback with no William Zillman. They had been switching when both are in the side between centre and fullback. Hoffman definitely... um, higher value super coach wise when he gets to play in the number one position there full time Luke Douglas 54 we expect that from him 11 hit ups over 8 metres helping his day Lachlan Burr 55 if you picked him up cheap um, or got him once he was named in the starting lineup. You'd be happy with that. Daniel Mortimer, a bit surprising. 65 had 35 tackles, did miss five, but also had two line break assists. Now, bit of a high game for him. The Tigers have been pretty weak against um, pretty much everyone, coach-wise, all year. So maybe you're not going to get that week in week out from Mortimer. But you know, 182,000. He'll get a bump this week. Might get another one the following week. He's um, Gold Coast play next week, and there's no probably know Kane L G. He, he was injured only scoring the 27 so Mortimer could be an intriguing one this week one to talk about on the week uh that Thursday night show the week uh sh- weekly show we do there the roundtable podcast there that you can find on the iTunes or at www.supercoachpros.com Aiden Caesar 86 and went off injured so it could have even uh, been more there but um scoring a try defying the odds really because the Tigers have usually been tough against five eights all year but um Caesar, you know, kicking goals, getting a field goal, uh, involved in a lot of things. Big day for him. James Roberts, we said on the Twitter feed um, there at Supercoach Pros. Uh, a good day for Roberts, expected 93 points, led the way um, in the game, in fact not just for the Titans but overall, a try, a try assist um, 7 tackle busts, 2 line breaks and 9 hit ups over 8 metres great day for James Roberts as well and Gold Coast, well they continue to be a team that, you know, they're they're sort of better than the weaker teams but maybe not quite up there with the stronger teams so one of those ones really sort of smack bang in the middle and um, playing one of the probably easier teams to be fair this week and getting away with the victory even though they almost made it hard on themselves there towards the end. For the Tigers, well, they had actually had some good performers. Chris Lawrence moved into the back row, and he's been struggling to score tries. Well, he got two playing in the second row. So he ended up getting 92 SuperCage points. That's a massive day for him. And at 192,000, now you're thinking Tigers play next week with all the buys. You know, maybe Chris Lawrence is worth the punt. Get that break even up and then sell him... um, once Origin is over, it's not the worst option in the world if you've got trades up your sleeve. James Desco would have been a guy a lot of Supercoach owners would have targeted going into the following few rounds, and he scored 82 points with a try. He was the most dangerous. He was the only one, really, for, for the West Tigers. It looked like um, creating things. 12 tackle busts, 14 hit-ups over 8 metres, and a line break. Good day for him. Uh, Aaron Woods, he captained the side in Robbie Farrow's absence, he had 20 hit-ups, 16 of them over 8 metres, got 72 total Marty Power, he looked good when he was on the field 11 hit-ups over 8 metres and he scored 58 total points and Mitchell Moses um, and Luke Brooks, it wasn't a great match-up for them but they both did okay 61 and 56 respectively still realistically that came on the back of that little run the Tigers had late in the second half to get in front um, most of the game to be fair, Moses and Brooks were uh, weren't didn't look that threatening. It's got, it's got to be said. Um, in particular, Brooks Moses uh, showed, has shown a little bit more the last few weeks. The pressure's been on him, and he's probably playing a little bit more uh, of a of a of his. Type of game plan, a little taking the line on a bit more, taking a few more risks than maybe he did earlier in the year. Maybe he's getting more comfortable playing in that top grade. Still not quite at that standard that you need from a first grade 5'8, but he is improving week in, week out. And Kyle Lovett, we thought it'd be a bad matchup for Lovett, and he's been. Um, unable to sort of get enough game time to really impact, even though he was a good cheapie um, earlier on in the year. But 57, you've got to take that. And obviously, you know, with the Tigers playing next week with all those teams on buys, a lot of supercoach owners having love it, pretty happy with 57 points from him. Um, Mania Cherrington got a late start in this game. He only scored 25, but he had a try disallowed, and he added a bit of spark. So, with Robbie Farrar uh, still out injured, Cherrington, who played well in the nines, and he was one that we thought just. Pop on your watch list for ladder in the year at 113,000. Uh, he still remains on your watch list after that game. Certainly, um, not losing any admirers. I, I thought were another pretty uh, a good a good showing from Cherrington um, there in the top grade. And let's see if he gets some more perform uh, more opportunities um, for the Tigers. Who, as the year goes on, you know they're they're really dropping away from top eight contention. So some of these players like Cherrington may get. Um, selected more often and get more game time in those matches. But that remains to be seen for now, so just uh, put him on your watch list. Let's go to Saturday. The Raiders v the Knights, and as probably expected, the Raiders far too good. They've been playing well, despite the fact that they hadn't been winning. They're playing some tough teams in Brisbane and St George of the last couple of weeks, whereas Newcastle, they're really on a slide at the moment, and uh, Canberra far too good. Tipping uh, Blake Austin to have a good day there on the website, www.supercoachpros.com. If you click on on the right-hand side, you'll see there the uh, Supercoach previews for each and every round. Uh, Blake Austin said, you know, make him captain. Well, 99 points, you'd be pretty happy if you did. Two tries there. He even played through an injury, so a very good day for him. If you listen to the Twitter feed, you would have seen um, Sam Williams um, suggested, and he scored 101. Can you believe five? tri-assists. 5 try tri-assists. Amazing day for Williams. He really did uh, look in total command out there. And it, to be honest, I mean, he's, he's a classy sort of organiser, Sam Williams. He's not an out-and-out out sort of superstar, that, that's for sure. But he looked like it against Newcastle. And I don't know if that says more about Williams or probably says more about the uh, quality or lack thereof of the Knights team at the moment. They've had a few injuries admittedly, but they do look more like a reserve-grade team uh, with a few sort of first-grade stars, unfortunately, for Newcastle. Um, but Sam Williams certainly taking full advantage. And any halfback that comes up against Newcastle at the moment, I think you can look at close to three figures um, or even any half because both Austin and Williams, you know, getting right on that sort of 100 mark. Uh, good days for Josh Papali, 74, and David Shillington, 68. Um, Jared Croker, 87, scored a try, you know, kicked eight goals, only missed one. Croker's going to do well, we say it every week, he's going to do well if the Raiders put up points, and that's what he did. He is certainly one of the centres and wingers to own, super coach wise, um, unless the Raiders are really struggling, and this year, Ricky Stewart's got them playing a good brand of footy, an attacking brand of footy, and that really helps um, Jared Croker's um, any given week. Edric Lee, fifty-one, getting a couple of tries, but you can really see there you, with Lee, you're really depending on him getting over the line, um, making up a majority of his points there. Cia Soliola, you might have wanted more, just fifty, but he did have a try disallowed. Um, and Jack Whiten, fifty-six, uh, he got that try, had a line break, not a lot, not a lot else from from Whiten. Um, but again, it was going to be one of those days with those bigger names coming through, and that's exactly what we saw. Uh, the Knights, well. Dane Gagai at fullback continues to show super coach wise he can give you a good output 80 a try try assist he gets involved injects himself either either side uh, left or right and he can be dangerous Joseph Lelea 64 points this is what we've been waiting from for Lelea and he did put it together at a very good matchup. The Raiders very poor defensively, both sides of the ruck, but particularly their right side. Um, so Lalia taking advantage of that, a try, a try, assist. Kurt Gidley 57. He looked good at halfback. He organised well. Um, he needs some support in there, but um, you know it's not easy with sort of Vave and Randall as, as the other playmaking options at the moment for Newcastle with those injuries to Mullen and Roberts. But Gidley doing some good things. It, it, you know, almost you're almost thinking maybe considering him for super But with the with their buys still to come, rounds fourteen and seventeen, you're probably just thinking, look, what's the point with Newcastle players? They're not playing well at the moment, and um, you know they're not really going to help me in those critical buy weeks. Kate Snowden's a guy you might have sixty one. You know, another good performance. He's guaranteed to to do it. Uh, David Fongalonga and Jake Stockwell suffering injuries in this one. Um, Fongalonga got thirty eight. Stockwell eight. But uh, if they are in your side or in your draft teams, um, you know, it may be seen that they both could be fairly long-term. This is the SuperCoach Professionals Review Show for Round 13. Six of the eight games in the book. We do it on a Sunday night, uh, most weeks. We're actually going to take a break next week because there's only going to have been three games played, of course, with all those buys because of Origin. So we'll be back on this show in two weeks' time. But, of course, the Roundtable podcast, it's done weekly, usually on a Thursday. It might be done a day earlier this week. Not 100% sure on that yet, but... um, usually on a Thursday night there, the roundtable. That will continue both this week and next, but with Origin around the corner, the review show um, will be taking a break next Sunday. Um, you can find everything online, www.supercoachpros.com. We've got the match previews, which I mentioned earlier. We've also got recaps, game recaps. We've got uh, Ryan Mrs. ones to watch. We've also got uh, my upgrades and downgrades. And uh, Pete, normally doing his... Pete's profits, I uh, filled in for him this week. And uh, I'll tell you what, after a tough Friday night, it hasn't been too, too bad. So if you followed some of my, um, some of my picks there, you might be a, a, a happy chappy. Um, some upsets, obviously, the Sharks, um, we were able to sort of... Pinpoint that one, and obviously, the storm, not an upset, but the way they won was I think was another one that we sort of suggested it could go that way. So, all those sort of things are on the website there www.supercoachpros.com, worth a look, that's for sure. And obviously, the Twitter feed that's a big one at Super Pros, supercoach PROS. We tweet before each and every game, the late changes, that's very important. And we answer your Twitter questions for the um, roundtable podcast show for your, you know, any trade you want to make, uh, you know, looking ahead. You know, looking at our predictor, we can sort of go ahead if you say a certain position or certain round that you're targeting and want to know sort of how that looks and really analyzing those matchups that uh, you won't really get elsewhere, you know, per position. We have our own sort of ranking system, we have our own um, management of those positions where they get. You know, they don't get lumped into the supercoach positions. They actually get put into where they play. So if they're edge runners, if they play middle of the field, the amount of minutes. You know, centers are split from wingers. These sort of differences that can help when you're looking for that little edge and that um, sort of stuff. You can find if you follow follow us on Twitter, or it's also um, it's also integrated into our previews there on the website www.supercoachpros.com. Let's keep moving along with the other two Saturday night games. or well, this one, all that was played in the evening on the East Coast, of course, it was during the day out on the West Coast, out at Perth, the Rabbitohs and the Warriors and South Sydney. Look, it isn't an easy trip for New Zealand to go all the way from Auckland to Perth, uh, but last year they made a real game of it, so there was probably some thought that they could do it again this year but not to be after a really exciting first sort of 15-20 minutes South's really pulled away and it was Dylan Walker a guy that a lot of super coach owners would have targeted even one person even a player that we've mentioned on the show leading into those origin weeks those bye weeks yes he's coming back from injury he was good earlier he was good last year he plays two positions everything going in Dylan Walker's favour but he just hadn't been getting it going only 15 points just a week ago but 130 this week two tries one try assist three line breaks one line break at times he just toyed with the New Zealand defence. Um, Solomon Okato has been great super coach wise most of the year as a cheapie. He was really, really schooled unfortunately for him in, in defence there on Saturday night. Great da- day for Walker, getting him back on track bumping up that price and now you're saying yes, at the moment you've got him, I can hold on to him now, look to keep him down the stretch rather than oh geez maybe you know this was, uh, this was a mistake. You know, great game for Walker. Some of their other big names doing well as well. Greg Inglis, 79. Um, Good to see him back in form. You're going to have to make a tough decision with Inglis going probably into this week because obviously South's having buys in round 15 and 18. He's going to miss four of the next five games. So Greg Inglis, if he's your keeper, you're stashed on your bench or you say, okay, it's time to sort of make sure that I get the most out of um, all my 25 Um, and Inglis has got to go. But he certainly left on a high if you are going to get rid of him this week. Um, Tim Grant, 72, and Chris Greesmill 76. You know, if they can get over the line, these forwards, they can put up good numbers. Greesmill, that's back-to-back good games. Got a bit more involved, but this week, Greavesmill, getting, um, you know, 12 tackles, still not a high workload, um, and 14 hit-ups. So, you know, it, it's... It's better, but you'll see from Greece more, more of an impact player, even when he gets those extra minutes. Um, he's not really rolling up the sleeves. That makes him a tough choice, super-coach-wise. Um, but, you know, a line-break, tackle busts, and a try and an effective offload means that, you know, at his price, he can, he can do some good things, and that's what he did on the weekend. Aaron Gray, 51, that cheapie from earlier in the year, um, back on target after a poor game last week. Bryson Goodwin, 67, a bit of a high game for him. I guess uh, you could... Chuck, chuck him on your watch list, but we haven't seen much that much out of him prior to that. John Sutton, 50, another solid contribution from Sutton. Certainly a guy if you decided to bring him in when he came back from injury with all the other um, bye weeks, origin, all of that. You'd be happy with his efforts since returning to the South Sydney starting lineup. On the flip side, Isaac Luke 46, Alex Johnson 43, and Luke Keary 36. You probably wanted more from them, particularly considering the big win. It was good matchups, particularly for Luke, a very good matchup. And, um, you know, four, four errors uh, didn't help Luke's game, but 46 you probably wanted more, especially when he kicked six goals. Um, so you know it's 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 a bit of a worry at the moment um, the South Sydney rake um, if you sort of have him in your super coach lineup, having picked him up, sort of lo- liking that buy structure, liking the fact that he play you know he's a New Zealander, he's not going to get picked for Origin. It hasn't really um, happened for Isaac Luke unfortunately, and it's going to be one to consider after this week, of course, because they do play this week. Whether you want to keep him down the stretch, the Warriors, well. Even their better players, probably not to quite the standard we've expected from them in this big loss. Yes, Simon Mannering, 63. He had a head knock, so he was actually off the field for a little bit, but still good numbers there. Ben Madalino, 62, you'll take that. Manu Vadavai getting a air only try, 66. Um, but guys like uh, Bodine Thompson, 46. Chad Townsend, 37. You know, Carter, we mentioned before, 23. These are guys we've been, you know, relying on and... Um, tough days at the office for them, and the worst was Sean Johnston, just the 14 points he had two forced dropouts, but you know, six missed tackles missing that uh, conversion, three errors, really like, uh, really downgrading his um, his day from a bad one to an extremely poor one, and I know that again, to plug the Twitter feed that, uh, you know, at Supercoach Pros, we knew it was a very poor matchup for Johnson, um, we suggested to take the a big risk and leave him out. And, uh, you know, <laughs> our words, you can go on there and see it. That's, uh, that, that's sort of why we say, listen to us, listen to our predictor model. Um, even when it seemed insane, he's been in such good form, Sean Johnson, it proves itself. And there it did again, a very tough matchup. And that's what you'll see. So if you've got playmakers against Souths, you know that regardless of how good they are, unless their name's Jonathan Thurston, you know, it's, it, you're almost thinking... Leave them out. You almost—it's very hard with a guy like Johnson, unless you're absolutely stacked to do that. But look, could be the difference between a W and an L. Let's face it, you know. Let's move on to the Panthers Storm game, and you know, Ivan Cleary himself, the Penrith coach, said it was bound to come. Penrith have been dealing with a lot of injuries; they've been hanging in games, but eventually, a team—they're going to come up against a team with just. Hit them at the wrong time in Melbourne. You know you don't see the Storm over two bad games in a row. They were very poor against the Roosters last week, and of course uh, this week they came out all guns blazing. Another victory for the Twitter feed with Blake Green topping the um, points. Super Coach points scoring for that match: 108 points, two tries, uh, three forced dropouts, five tackle busts, uh, five line breaks. Keeper Cronk went off. Green had to take over. Yes, so we, you know let's let's look at it. Um, to be fair. But, but Penrith are very weak against 5'8". So we already knew it was going to be a favourable match-up. You know, if you are a Blake Green owner, you get the bonus in the fact that... Um Kronk goes off, and what do you know, a three-figure day. Cameron Smith, 72. We know what we're going to get out of Smith. 41 tackles, uh, four goals, a last pass for a try. um, A good day for him. Even the fact that he plays Origin, I I think it's no big deal. You're happy to have Cameron Smith and carry him through those three games, particularly Melbourne's buys are over... Those origin games, they're two buys, so it's not really, you don't really miss out on on too much with Cam, having Cameron Smith in your lineup. Kevin Proctor, 54, good day for him, shining his second row partner Tohu Harris this week, who only got 39. That was disappointing because the matchup was there for Harris, um, so you know definitely wanting more. Jesse Bromwich, another one, 52. Um, yeah, just solid numbers. His brother, Kenneth, two good weeks in a row now, 42 this week. One to keep an eye on at 190,000. You may even want to draft him in this week. Melbourne playing this week with only those four games. You're looking for someone with a bit of upside. He's only 190,000. He'll get a bit of potentially get a bit of a bump, um, but yeah, it's, it's still decent value. Don't know how much you're going to get out of him afterwards, but we're seeing him get that extra game time, so we're... Worth a shot if you've got trades up your sleeve. Cameron Munster filled in for Billy Slater and did so well again there with 54. Um, And the other cheapy, if you're looking, if you're trying to sort of scratch through, Richard Kenner getting a start might play again this week with Will Chambers and Billy Slater and Origin duty 29. Um, Corabidi's out for a while as well. So Kenna, they're another guy that, you, you know, not, not a great score, but if you're just looking for those cheapies, interesting one. They're at least to put on your watch list. Um, for the Panthers, well, Tyrone Peachy, we sort of said, can he get a go in the Haas just last week? And sure enough, with Jamie Sauer out injured, Peachy puts up 77. He was their most dangerous. When he got the ball, things looked you know, it looked good. The Storm, you know, playing well, shutting out Penrith. But he was the one that really looked like he could get something happening. So three force dropouts, 30 tackles involved in everything, um, Peachy. This is a great performance for him. And now super coach Wise is sort of circling that and saying, oh, OK, the Panthers second buy is this weekend or coming up, like round 14. So that will be the... Penrith are done for buys, so from round 15 onwards, Tyrone Peachy could be a steal. James Seguiaro, 58, poor matchup, and still putting up 58, you are got to be happy with that, 41 tackles there, helping his day. Lewis Brown ended up staying from the bench, he had a really good day last week, and then he was back down to just 32 this week, so that's a bit disappointing. Other guys like Bryce Cartwright, 48, Jeremy Lattimore, 44, um, Reagan Campbell-Gillard, 43. These are guys we like. But we knew, you know, it was going to be a tough matchup. So you'd probably say, well, I've got to take that score. Elijah Taylor, though, a bit below, only 37 there. Um, usually a game like that, he'd put up 50 tackles. So a little bit disappointing. But if you get that far behind, a guy like Taylor, you know, he's not going to be as, in, as involved. You might not even be on the field because you're trying to look at, at attacking weapons instead to try to get you back in the game. The only Sunday game was the Roosters v. the Sharks. And I tell you what, um, if you haven't got the memo by now, Cronulla loved playing the Roosters. And, and in the era of salary cap, it's all about match-ups, really. Um, t- certain teams that match up well against other teams. And uh, Cronulla just just have that game plan, have that style that really puts the Roosters off their game. And you know, as a Tiger supporter, I wish uh, we, we could borrow some of that game plan when the Tigers play the Roosters because they get smashed by them each and every time. Um, but Cronulla have that, have have the wood over them. Let's face it, and they did have a tough grinding win yet again there today. Um, Paul Gallen leading the way. Good to see him back. Seventy-five points. He had a few niggling injuries here and there. He said in the after game interviews that he was just foxing. He just wanted to waste some time. Wanted to sort of bit of play acting to sort of try to control the game. But it's hard to tell. He's 34 years old. Super coach wise, it's a tough one. It's one we're going to have to discuss on the roundtable podcast because um, you know any given week that he plays, he's going to do well for you. But just how many games is he going to play from now to the end of the year? But this game, 20 hit ups over. Uh, 8 metres, 23 total, plus 35 tackles, although he missed five, 75 points. Um, yeah, that's great numbers. Luke Lewis, 67, got a try, helped to bump him up, but he's a guy that keeps putting in. You know, the Sharks is another another team. They've already had a buy. They're about to have their second one. Lewis didn't get picked for origin in game one. I guess he could still get picked for either game two or game three, but there's a potential there that, you know, after this week, he's now available right through. And they are the type of guys you suddenly start to target. Um, you know, the guys that have already had their buys when you're looking at this middle of the origin period. So Lewis, very um, good value, you know, in the mid three three 300,000s there with some good scores. Wade Graham, 62. He a bit, a, a bit sort of up to close to his ceiling. Um, Graham had some powerful runs. I thought you know, 22 hit up, 16 over 8 metres. I thought he got away from the ball playing a bit and actually played a bit tougher and and that was good to see. Um, that was a good game. But whether he does that week in, week out, you know, remains to be seen. A lot of times we've seen him sort of sit off the ball a bit more and try to sort of ball play. Jeff Robson, 50. Yeah, that's, that's the best you're really going to get out of Robson, 182,000. Maybe you're putting him on your watch list as a potential for round 17. Um, you know, remains to, to be seen. But 50, not a bad score. Um, Valentine Holmes, he still looks good when he gets the ball, but against the Roosters, it was always going to be a tough matchup. Named it fullback with Ben Barber, not playing, but still spent the majority of the game on the wing with Michael Gordon being back there. Michael Gordon very safe at the back, but uh, you're hoping that, that at some point the coach sort of makes that adjustment and just says, let's Holmes go there and, and give him the opportunity. But honestly, under Flanagan, it's probably not likely. He's a very conservative coach and um, probably still going to see either Barbara or Gordon spend a majority of the time back there Gordon himself you know kicking three goals 48 points he actually had a good day For feeder we wanted more Andrew feeder that is 48 for him still not terrible Michael Ennis 45 thanks mainly to 35 tackles also had a line break assist and Jack Bird just the 31 not a great day for Bird he was a pretty effectively shut down as we might have expected the Roosters are pretty tough against five eights. for the Roosters just too much drop ball. Um, they looked good early, and uh, they looked like they'd probably run up some points, but they just failed to execute. Guys like um, Mitchell Pierce, 43, James Maloney, 48. I mean, it wasn't a great matchup for them, so we didn't expect them to do that great, but they certainly um, were below par. Daniel Tupo got to 46. Um, he had a couple of errors, but you know, 10 hit-ups over 8 metres, a line break, 7 tackle busts helping his day. Um, Jared Riga, is 46. You've got to hand it to him. Um, played well early, but uh, 37 tackles too. So he's, he's really putting up nice, solid floors. Um, Siasuwa Takeaho, 58. Good good day for Tahiako. Um, more like what we saw at him earlier in the year. And Dylan Napa, 47. That's that's not too bad. But overall, a lot of mistakes. Um, just a terrible day for the Roosters on the field. Roger Tavasashek was the worst super coach-wise when we had such high hopes um, just 36 points, and in fact, he had 19 hit ups over eight meters. So, you take out those kick returns, um, just wasn't involved. He was effectively shut down by Cronulla. So, that is interesting to note because Cronella have been giving up points to fullbacks, but that could be something now that we say, okay, Gallons back, things are changing there. Cronulla tough for these, you know, these outside backs. Um, to inject themselves to the same degree that as they do against other teams. Aiden Guerra, 57, and Boyd Cordner, 55. We expected the, the second rowers to do well, and they were the, the best performers there for the Roosters. Jake Friend, we hoped for more, just 39. 47 tackles was good, but he had a couple of missed ones, had a couple of errors, and a penalty conceded. Um, yeah, knocking back his day. That's probably a flaw for Jake Friend, however. Well, that is about it for... This edition of the review show for the Supercoach Professionals, I am Paulie G. Thank you so much for listening. Of course, you can download on the iTunes. Simply type in NRL Supercoach or Supercoach Pros. You'll find us there. Make sure you subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at Supercoach Pros, Supercoach P-R-O-S. Actually, sure go to the website. You can also get the podcast there, plus all that other information I spoke about earlier previews, recaps, upgrades, downgrades, right answers, one too much, and uh, Pete's profits there at www.supercoachpros.com. No review you show next week with just the three games having been played by the Sunday night. Four overall but we will be back in two weeks time but in the meantime of course the roundtable podcast is on each and every week so you'll get that possibly on a thursday this week if not early friday morning there um again either on the itunes or at www.supercoachpros.com but until then it's uh, bye for now